and that was the sound of a coca-cola good morning fam it is friday the 14th and how the fuck is everybody doing today i'm still waking up i'm not even up yet to be honest with you um should have got this podcast out at nine o'clock that's what i have told everybody but guess what i'm late i worked till about 1 30 last night so i did not um have enough sleep woke up a little bit late and now i'm recording but we are still putting out the podcast and let's see what the fuck we have to talk about first off well actually, i actually have a few things to talk about today i wanted to base this episode around thailand and their cannabis community right now and where thailand is as far as cannabis you know it's very very strange because you know growing up you know i used to hear you know when it comes to cannabis you know you get caught in thailand or asia or anything like that with the smallest amount and they'll throw you pretty much under the jail forever and now it's legal so not only is it you know legal for them to sell it in stores and to smoke it and for people to grow it but they also let out all the prisoners that were in prison because of it and this is thailand guys so think about that now their market is booming their cannabis market is fucking booming over there and i watched a couple documentaries on it um and it is fucking interesting and the reason why uh i got you know so into it besides me being obsessed with cannabis you know in every way is it's been this somewhat dream of mine i want to say the last maybe two three years to one day just i don't want to say run away because that's not the right the right word and i don't want to run away but to move to thailand and maybe have a little spot there by the beach you know do my podcast there travel around uh just enjoy it enjoy the island it's always been a dream of mine move to thailand thai girls you know um have the podcast over there you know be working from there but be have my own home base in thailand and now i will be able to do that because they do have cannabis legal there which is fucking awesome um and um you know they still you know have laws that they have to tweak here and there and that they're um you know there's loopholes and things like that but overall they got it done they're getting it done and they got it done um and i feel america needs to follow in that direction and from what it looks like now when it comes to cannabis at least america is following in that in that direction you know i talked about uh, i read the tweets on the last podcast that president biden tweeted um, about decriminalizing marijuana, letting out all the federal inmates. Well, also have to let out the state inmates too. That's the first thing. Um, and he talked about talked about uh, letting it out, decriminalizing it. Hopefully, the next step from that would be making it federally legal. Okay, I'm still in a state where it's medically legal, but not recreationally legal. Okay, now most states are legal in some way. But you still have states that aren't. You still have people every day that are going to jail for weed. And, you know, people look at that as, eh, it's just a weed arrest, this and that, eh, it's just that. Bullshit. 
let me tell you something guys and I've been in prison you guys know this you know you know I have other uh, other felonies under my belt but I went for a background check uh, maybe about a year ago for an apartment and you know I told them up front what my charges were and things like that and when that background check came back you know I had four marijuana charges on that background check that was from when I was 18 years old and under still on a background check and it was either for marijuana or weed paraphernalia and she's like you lied to me about this I'm like well ma'am that was before I was 18 and secondly marijuana is medically legal here now and I have my card she's like well it doesn't matter you didn't that so see those these marijuana charges and paraphernalia charges and people getting caught with small amounts and things like that they follow you the fuck around you know people might know oh, you'll get a fine you'll get this you'll get that but that's just still on your fucking record period you know and it needs to stop we're living in 2022 we might be on the verge of a fucking war we don't know what's going on in the world who's right who's wrong fake news fake that manipulation fucking let's let's just chill with the marijuana how about that let's just make that legal let everybody smoke and calm the fuck down we don't know if we're having ufo invasions if we're having fucking you know russia shooting shit china this that let's just calm the fuck down and smoke weed make it federally legal please i'm asking you president biden at this point i'm begging you Okay, you got vapes coming here that are legal, selling for two cents with, you know, charging people $20 for it where we don't know what the fuck chemical is in it. That's legal. I guess Delta 8 is a loophole, HHC, all that shit, the different, you know, strains that come in. Just make the fucking plant legal now. Okay, that's enough of my rant with that this morning. You sip my Coke, I opened it up and didn't even drink it. So, I talked a lot about uh, Dahmer and <laughs> Netflix um, last podcast and kind of where I was going uh, with what I've been watching on Netflix and how the algorithm, you know, basically is looking at me like a serial killer now because I went from watching uh, Dahmer the show, which was a fucking awesome show. If you haven't watched it, watch it. Great acting, great production. And then I watched the Dahmer tapes which showed more of what a sick motherfucker this dude was. And then from there, I watched a Ted Bundy documentary. So by the third, the Netflix algorithm got me thinking I'm a fucking straight psycho. Um, so then I went to comedy. You know, I, I uh, For my education, I watch a lot of comics, guys. I watch comics, I watch podcasts, um, uh, audiobooks, things like that. Thinking Grow Rich, I was talking to you guys a little bit about that. But I started watching uh, comedy specials. You know, just to, um, I heard a little bit about the Norm MacDonald uh, special, and that's what I had watched, and that's very interesting, guys. For those of you who don't know who Norm MacDonald is or was, is, Norm MacDonald was a uh, comedian, a fucking brilliant comedian. Um, he was also in many movies. He was on Saturday Night Live back in the day with Farley and... You know, when it was awesome um, back in the early 90s. Um, and he recently died of cancer. 
and he kept it a secret from everyone. You know, he was going through uh, chemo during COVID and, you know, while everything was locked down. And anyway, during that time, he had a Netflix special booked and then COVID happened. And what he did was he put this Netflix special comedy special together in his home. Uh, basically like a Zoom call. So it's like him one-on-one talking to the camera, making jokes, no audience, nothing uh, for an hour. And then he chose to have it released after he died. Now let me give you my let me give you my thoughts on that. Genius, first off. Genius. Was it funny? Yes, it was fucking funny. Norm MacDonald is hilarious. Um, in a sense, yes, I did get the feeling of it was kind of like a goodbye. Um, but he made it work. He made it work without an audience. He made it work uh, just one-on-one. So you got kind of like that intimate feel to it. Um but it was a type of, of stand-up that I've never seen before. And um, I don't know if it's because he's dead now or uh, if it would have still got, you know, been as good to me if he was alive, to be honest with you. If he was alive, it might not have been as good for me, <laughs> to be honest. But not many people could put on a one-man show like that without an audience and getting the interaction. Because that's a big part of stand-up comedy. But I have to say, Norm MacDonald, fucking genius. He pulled it off. Um, he <laughs> chose to have it released after he died. And if you haven't watched it, great special. Um, it's called It's Nothing Special. <laughs> and that's uh, Norm MacDonald. Rest in peace. Great, great, great comedian. So that started changing the algorithm for me. And I was watching comedy specials from then on. And um, just admiring the art in comedy you know because there's an art it is an art just like poetry just like art just like podcasting just like you know gardening it is an art you know and uh i've been studying that and watching that in the different comics and jerry seinfeld and you know joe rogan and joey diaz and you know some of my favorites that i watch and um so I got the algorithm looking at not looking at me like I'm a fucking psycho anymore. That's number one. So anyway, what else is going on this week? We were going to talk about uh, Thailand and cannabis, right? That's what we're going to get into. The Thailand and cannabis this week. Uh, well, <clears throat> for me, I've been working a lot. I've also been working out. I've been staying true to myself. I've been journaling, writing every day. Things are getting better and better every day. My mother's birthday is coming up in six days. So guess what, guys? That means family get-together in... <laughs> Fuck it, don't tell me. T- fucking tomorrow? Wait, wait, today's Friday? We have a fucking family get-together tomorrow. Holy shit. Okay, so I'm going to be heavily medicated on marijuana most of the day tomorrow. Um, Yeah, we have a family get-together tomorrow, um, and uh, that means more of just my mom and my sister. Just my mom and my sister, nephews, brother-in-law, his parents, yeah, all that. I guess what what my sister's plan is to celebrate um, 
her mother-in-law and our mother's birthday on the same day because they're you know a week or two apart who knows I guess she wants to knock it out one day so that's gonna be tomorrow so I'm like the black sheep of the family you know I'm gonna be sitting there but at least we have my nephew who is the second black sheep of the family um, my transgender nephew and his architect boyfriend so usually you know when family functions happen you have the table you know the it's a, it's a hierarchy you have my brother-in-law at the front of the table and it kind of goes down my mother and my sister and you know, the kids and then it goes to the black sheeps at the end where it's usually my transgender uh, nephew and then it's me and you know then the, the guy that's with my transgender nephew and the seat for whoever girl I'm with at the time so it kind of trickles down from like the uh, the well-to-do's in the family to the black sheep to the fucking whore <laughs> not exactly but in a way yes and it's it's kind of funny and it, it's, it's it's changed as of lately because I'm not um, necessarily the black sheep anymore although I guess I'll always kind of have that title um, but they do recognize that I am better than myself on a daily basis and uh, they respect me for that um, and uh, that's something that you know my family's always been by my side uh, my mom my sister no matter what kind of an asshole I've been you know what kind of drugs I was taking what I was doing my family's always been by my side and um, I have to remind myself of that I have to keep myself in check because I can be an asshole sometimes man Family is very important, man. I don't have many friends. I don't trust many people. Not sure if I trust anyone, to be honest with you. I learned that you have to depend on yourself. You know, life kind of smacked me in the face very hard uh, when I got out of prison. Now, you have to keep in mind I was gone seven years ago. My family stuck by me the whole time phone calls, letters. They came to visit, but their lives moved on. As for friends, I think I had maybe one or two. I had two write me letters in the seven years that I've been down. And the ones that I thought were my best friends, didn't hear from them at all. So getting out, I learned. You know, I learned, really, I didn't have any friends. There were people that wanted something from me or I wanted something from them. It wasn't a friendship. You know, and I got out, got into a relationship right away and, you know, blocked a lot out, a lot of that PTSD and trauma. And, you know, it wasn't until after that relationship that real life actually slapped me in the motherfucking face. I realized... <coughs> People's life moved on, man. And nobody is going to care about you if you don't care about yourself. Nobody is going to hold your hand and walk you through shit. You got to do it yourself. And, and, and I've been told that growing up, I was raised like that. Don't depend on anyone but yourself. 
Um, it went in through one ear and out the other, and I got out of prison, and I saw how the world was, and I saw how my family was, and I saw that really, selfishness is a human tendency, in a way, and, and we live in a very imperfect world, and, and I guess I, I was sheltered in a way, and living in a bubble, and then even being in prison, I didn't know, and then I got out of prison, and I saw where I was at, and what people were and life slapped me in the face in my early 30s and I was like whoa this is the world we live in now I was depressed for a very very long time when reality slapped me in the face for a very long time but what are you going to do you can't change it so then it goes back to perspective changing my perspective on it okay is what it is this is what it is let me make the fucking best of it how can I make the best out of this shitty situation how can I take shit and make gold that's basically what I'm trying to do and what I try to do daily how do I take nothing and make something create innovate if you guys can't tell the Wake and bake kicking in right now. Take another hit and then I'll give you guys a little review. This morning I am smoking Zour Skittles. So I'm gonna go ahead and give a review on that because it's fucking gas. Take a hit real fast. Okay, not Skittles. I don't know why I said that. It's sour cake. That's what I'm smoking this morning. I was thinking I was vaping Skittles last night. That's what I guess. Anyway, sour cake is a hybrid. Okay, um, reviewers say it makes them feel talkative. <laughs> I, I could definitely attest to that. Hungry and focused. Okay, uh, THC percent varies 12 to 18%. Um, I would guess what I'm smoking now, probably about 15 to 18. Um, dominant terpene in this strain is panine. And I'm probably not pronouncing that right. Okay, and let me see. As far as the lineage and all that for this strain, let's see if I could find this for you. Um, it definitely helps with uh, being focused. It definitely helps with anxiety. 50% of people say it helps with anxiety. 50% say stress. And 75% say lack of appetite. Um, I could definitely attest to the anxiety. It is calming me, calming me down as I get up, as I wake and bake to it. Um, it's also very energizing. Um, the THC is not super high and the top effect of it is talkative uh, and I could definitely tell that uh, the aroma is more of like a diesel aroma it's got a hard diesel yet citrus like a gassy citrus aroma okay now as far as the lineage for it I'm going to have to look that up because that I cannot find 
And credit to Leafly for that. Okay, here's another website, myweedgroup.com states, Zour Kick Strain gives a euphoric high. After an initial creative boost, the common body effect takes over. It can become numbing and relieve all types of pain. Eventually, hunger strikes. This strain also helps in treating chronic pain, stress or anxiety, insomnia, loss of appetite, and inflammation. Definitely, definitely, definitely true. And that's basically saying what the other uh, review said. Okay, Zour Cake strain is an exotic marijuana strain. Guess you've never heard of Zour Cake before. It was a new, it's a new strain. Okay, here we go. So Zour Cake is a new strain that was introduced a few months back. It's gaining popularity now uh, through the U.S. And there's been an increase in demand since early 2021. Okay, therefore, Zour Cake Strain, Zour Cake Reviews, and effects for relax. Okay, I'm trying to see. And here we go. Okay, the genetics. Okay, this bud by Jokes Up Edition is crossed between Skittles. See, I was somewhere right. And the Sativa Dominant Gelato Strain. Okay. Jokes up is part owner of the runs, is credited for breeding this also phenotype. Okay, so Jokes Up produced it, and it is a cross between Skittles with a Z and the Sativa Dominant Gelato strain. Okay, it's got a sweet taste, as I said. Um, it's also the nugs are very dense, uh, completely covered in cri- uh, trichomes, a light green orange hairs fucking beautiful but very dense bud um and like i said very uh it's diesel but earth not earthy a diesel but citrus flavor say undertones of spice okay and the aroma of it does have a skunk but like a lemony spicy fragrance so it doesn't smell up my whole house like that has more of a citrus smell um but it has tons of medical benefits, guys. Chronic stress, pain relief, depression, relaxation, insomnia, headaches, appetite loss. For me, for the anxiety, the stress, you can see I'm talking my fucking head off right now. Um, the strain's definitely giving me some energy. It's a great wake and bake. So I would definitely, 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 definitely recommend Zour Cake. Okay. And at some places, they're spelling it with a Z and some with the S. So, sour cake, sour cake. Just look up the lineage. You'll know it. It's a hybrid. It's actually a sativa-leaning hybrid. But you guys know that's what I go for. You know what I found? Um, jumping around a little bit here. No, not really. It's been a big uh, talk this week about the PayPal terms of service. Well, the new terms of service. Well, the new terms of service, guys, it had something in there that basically threatened to fine its users for misinformation. Up to $2,500. Now, this outraged fucking everybody. Okay, 
Uh, PayPal wanted the bluesing fucking $50 million in stock. People were closing their accounts left and right, you know. Um, they came back, you know, a day or two later, and they said, hey, this was a mistake. It was not supposed to go in the terms of agreement. We were never supposed to put it there. This is not going to happen. Don't worry about it. At that point, it was almost like too late for a lot of people. Um, um, They're like, well, we don't trust you anymore. A lot of people didn't sign back up. PayPal ended up losing a lot of money uh, because of it. Hey, PayPal, I'm giving you a second chance. I don't know what the fuck that was about. (laughs) But hell, I'm giving you a second chance, PayPal. But, you know, seeing that, it's like, what the fuck? You know, thinking there, sitting there just as a normal human being. I'm thinking, what the fuck would go through these executives' heads to say, yes, this is a good idea. Let's put it in the terms of agreement that we're going to fine its users $2,500 for their opinions. And they're not going to say anything about it in this time, day and age. They'll agree with it and they'll just slide through the cracks. Did they actually think that they would get away with that and it not cause an uprising and them not lose $50 million? Or were they just testing the waters for something? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, it didn't work. There was an uprising with it. and Not an uprising, but, you know, people were complaining. They lost about $50 million. And then they came and said it, it was a mistake. And it was never supposed to be in the terms of agreement. So, like I said, PayPal, I'm giving you all another shot. But keep your eyes open, guys. There's a lot of bullshit going around everywhere. Um, like I say, it's, it's a fucking weird time in the world today. Inflation's going up. People don't have fucking money. Uh, there's a ton of scams going on. You know, just keep your fucking eyes open. You know, I, I, it's hard to know what's true and what's not. Between the internet, between, you know, the major news outlets... You know, between... You, you just don't know anymore. And that's the thing with misinformation. You know, what is misinformation? What is truth? What is fact? You know, I mean, and that we all have to do the research on our own. You know, now we got all these things coming out about the COVID shot they're saying. And, you know, and who knows, man? You know, I, I don't play into it too much anymore. I don't look into it too much anymore because... It's not conducive to my mental health, to be honest with you. You know, I got COVID. I've had it. Um, I got the jab uh, because I'm around my 75-year-old mother. And I wanted to keep her protected. But let me get off this fucking subject. My 75-year-old mother, she's actually 74 and she's going to be 75 in five days. Hence, the family function tomorrow. Um, but what I'm, what I'm doing for her is her seven days of her birthday. So for the seven days of her birthday, which is including today, obviously, um, I'm giving her a gift every day. Oh, and that's a surprise. One day it could be a poem. One day it could be money. One day maybe an Amazon gift card. One day maybe... A fucking burnt CD. I don't know why the fuck I said that. Maybe 
you know, a picture, maybe flowers. You, you get this. You know what the fuck I'm saying. So, anyway, that's what I'm doing. She's going to be 75 on October 19th. This shindig uh, little family get-together is going to be tomorrow. Um, and I have to be on my best behavior, but best know I will be blazed the fuck up. <laughs> and it will be on sour cake tomorrow, definitely. So I'll be sitting there talking my fucking ass off with a smile on my face from ear to ear and a bottle of Visine in my pocket. Know that for sure. And I don't got much else to say today, guys. I was going to get big into the Thailand weed market and all that, but there's not much to say about it. Thailand is fucking booming. You know, sure there is a lot to say about it. Not that there's not a lot to say about it. But I wish we were on that level here in America right now, man. Because they did such a 180 there. From, you know, it being such a criminal offense to completely decriminalizing it. And now it's opening up many jobs to farmers, to dispensaries. You know, it's still... You know, not legal to smoke in the street and things like that. You you have to be, you know, respectful smoking your home and, you know, all that. But it's decriminalized. The market's booming. And it's basically the Amsterdam Asia now. So that's more of a a tourist attraction. It's more money. It's just, it's something at this time, I think, in the world on where we're all at after COVID. You know, just the mental place we're all at. The tension, the division. It's time to legalize a fucking plant to bring us all together. Let these people out of prison that were in there for fucking dime bags or ounces of a fucking plant back to their families. And let's just try to live in peace during this fucking chaos. You know, and that's what I try to do. That's what I'm trying to do. Live in peace amongst the chaos. And it is very possible, guys. And it's fucking Friday. I hope you all get through the day today. And have an awesome fucking weekend. Uh, My IG is now... I'm blocked. I am allowed to go live for the time being. So most likely I will be live this weekend. If not, I will be doing another episode Monday morning of the podcast. And stay tuned. Be blessed. Be blazed. Live in the moment. Spend time with your family this weekend. Spend time alone this weekend. Hustle. Work. Whatever it is that you have to do to feel good. And you're not hurting anybody else, but you're bettering yourself. Do it. And I will see you all on Monday morning and most likely before that on one of these fucking apps. I love y'all. Be blessed and blazed.